Welcome to the Rise Podcast. Um, I say it sometimes, I try not to say it every episode, but I just want to say thank you so much for listening, whether you've listened since the first season, uh, about a year and a month ago, started in June of 2017, or whether this is your first episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. I um, I would make these probably, um, even if no one listened, because it's, it's cathartic for me to speak out the thoughts that God puts into my head, but but the real purpose of me making them isn't for me to get my thoughts out. It's it's really because I believe that God can speak through me or really through anybody who chooses to open up His Word, invite His Holy Spirit to speak, and then listens. And that's all this ever is. It's never just me um, kind of sitting open brainstorming with an open notebook. It's me sitting with an open Bible or me sitting praying and God putting something on my heart through what I read or what I uh, I'm, I'm hearing from him in, in times of prayer, and I really believe that for you, it's the same thing. Maybe you don't need to make a podcast, but God can use you. God can speak to you, and God can speak through you. All you have to do is listen, and uh, to those of you who do listen, I'm so grateful. Again, if you would subscribe on iTunes or or any other means of, of listening that I'm forgetting right now, uh, Google Play, Spotify has podcasts, you know, I'm trying to get on that. Um, and um, just subscribe on there. Be notified every time a new episode releases. And also, man, you have no idea how much a five-star rating helps. It makes people really notice the podcast as they're searching. So I'd be so grateful if you'd leave one of those if this podcast has encouraged you in any way. Now, in this podcast episode, I want to talk to you about the greatest ability. In Psalm 90, verse 2, it says that before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting you are God. Psalm 102 verse 25 through 27 say that of old you founded the earth, the heavens are the work of your hands, even they will perish, but you endure. All of them wear out like a garment, like clothing that you will change, you will change them and they will be changed, but you are the same and your years will never come to an end. And to summarize what I'm trying to get at is, is John 1 4 that talks about Jesus and it says that he was the life of and the light that says that he was the life and that his life was the light of all men. And what I'm trying to prove to you in these couple of verses is that God is completely and utterly okay by himself. The theological word is self-sufficient. God is self-sufficient. He was not created. He did not make himself. He did not form himself. He simply exists And in his existence, he is completely and utterly okay alone. He has everything he needs. In fact, he is everything that we need. And he doesn't need a thing from us because he existed before us. But since God is actually Trinity, God is three in one, this love that God had within the Trinity between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that love, like love always does, it overflowed. Any genuine love always overflows. That's why I worry about couples that only ever want to hang out alone because true love always overflows. True love always wants to invite new people in. Real love is never sufficient and satisfied where it's at. It always wants something new and someone new to be able to experience the great love. So 
a, a great example of a, of a solid marriage isn't a marriage that the husband and wife only are ever alone together. It's a husband and wife that are constantly inviting people into their home for dinner because the love that they share is so sweet and so great that they want other people to see it. And that's how God was. So God didn't create us because he needed us or he was lonely. He was sufficient. But since he was so full of love, he overflowed in love and formed us. And when we fell, he didn't have to save us. He was completely sufficient in heaven without us. But actually, God didn't want heaven without us. That's why he sent Jesus down from heaven to bring heaven to earth. Not because he needed us, because he wanted us. You know, when I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods or Harris Teeter or PacSun, I filled out this thing at the very beginning of my time. Uh, called my availability, and it was um, it was the times that I said I was willing uh, and able to work. Now, at all of those employers, I was not the only employee. I was not the only good employee. I tried to be really good, but I wasn't the only one. I wasn't the best one necessarily, but I was one of them. And I filled up my availability, declaring what days I could and could not work at what times, and based on my availability. I was given opportunities to work. Now, Dix and Harris Teeter and Sun didn't inherently need me, but they needed somebody. And so I would fill out my availability to be placed in a shift to work at the place. And based on what I filled out as times I could work, they'd put me in. So Isaiah 6 says this, Israel's experiencing a crisis, their king dies And Isaiah is receiving this vision from the Lord, and this is what it says. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And then I said, Isaiah speaking, Here I am, send me. God is completely self-sufficient. He has everything. He has wisdom. He has strength. He has power. He has love. He has every ability to communicate. He has every ability to get something done. He has every ability to do anything your mind can possibly fathom. He needs nothing from us. But just like he said to Isaiah in Isaiah 6, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? I believe God's saying to us today, I have a mission on this earth. I could completely and utterly accomplish it without you. In fact, I don't need you at all. But I choose to pour my grace out onto this earth through people. I don't need you, but I want to use you. There's no ability that you have that I didn't give you. And there's no strength that you possess that I didn't first ultimately put inside of you. So it's not that I need you. It's not that Dick's needed me. It's not like I was the only good cashier. And it's not like at Pakistan, I was the only guy who could convince someone they needed to buy that shirt, but they wanted me. And it's similar, but different because God, unlike Pakistan, needs nobody. But nevertheless, because love is so powerful, it always wants to invite someone new to be a part of the fun, to be a part of the experience. And so God in saving humanity, ultimately that's his ultimate goal, to bring sozo, salvation, to bring shalom, peace. It's his ultimate goal to bring that back to humanity the same way he created it. That's why we're told to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, it is perfect shalom. 
peace of the soul, peace of the mind, peace of the body. It's perfect peace. And our mission is to do what Jesus did. It's to bring heaven down. We possess no ability that God needs, but the thing that we do have that God doesn't need, but that he chooses to use is availability. You have no ability that is necessary to God, except for one, and it's availability. It's the, uh, it's the decision that says, I'm saying yes to God to use me however he might see fit. I, I fill out my availability for any place that I work. And just because I say I'm open Monday from noon to 8, Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., yada, yada, yada. It doesn't mean I'm going to work every single day, but it means I'm available to. And God wants us to give him our unconditional yes to whatever he wants us to be used for. There's this great lyric in this song by Corey Asbury, but he says, put me anywhere. Just put your glory in me and I'll serve anywhere. Just let me see your beauty. And that right there, that's everything. That is the greatest ability. It's saying, God, I have no agenda. I have no thing that I need to do. I just want to surrender to you and say yes. And the blessing of that is that God's plan for our life is good. God is the only person you can give an unconditional yes to and trust that he's going to do something great through you. And so when it comes down to it, God doesn't need us, but he wants us. And I think there's this paradox inside of us when we read the Bible that we know that God can use humanity because we've seen other humans used but we always feel like we're not enough. And this is something I talk about often in sermons and in podcasts and stuff of the nature. But when Moses objects to God and says, I can't do this, I'm not enough. When God reveals himself as I am, he reveals himself as completely sufficient for every possible need. But essentially, in essence, what God is saying to Moses is, it's okay that you're not a great communicator. That's fine. I don't need your communicative abilities. I just need a vessel. I don't need greatness. I just need a yes. And through a yes, I can actually make greatness. So in our lives, it is going to be a consistent theme that when we decide that we want our lives to be used by God, the enemy will right away tell us, here's what you can't do. Here's the mistakes you've made. Here's this. Here's that. And God's answer to that isn't a negation of our inability because we do have a lot of weaknesses. God's answer to that is, your qualification is not why I'm calling you. The fact that I love you is why I'm calling you. And if you'll give me your yes, if you'll exercise the greatest ability that a human being has, which is the free will to make themselves available, then I will use your life in ways you never could have asked for or imagined. The thing that you need isn't a perfect past. The thing that you need isn't the ability to preach. The, the thing that you need isn't the ability to be able to talk to anybody. Man, the thing that you need is availability. That's the only ability God needs. And if you'll give him your unconditional yes, your perfect, complete availability, I assure you this because God says it, he will do things through your life that you never could have predicted, projected, or even believed him for because he's that good. Give him your yes today. The greatest ability you have is your availability. And I promise you, if you surrender it to him, wake up every morning and say, God, I don't know what your day 
your plan for my day is, but I'm saying yes to it. Whoever you want me to talk to, whoever you want me to say hello to, whatever you want me to read, or whatever you want me to do, I'm saying yes. You begin to have God moments so often that it will blow your mind, and God will do things through you you didn't even predict. You never could have asked for it, and He'll do it. But you make yourself available to Him.